everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. I like sort of forgot <laughs> how it went. Like it's a good thing that I go last. We we did it last week. We haven't skipped anything. I know. <laughs> when I got to I'm Maya, I was like, do I say I'm? I'm. I am. I'm. I am. Melissa. I don't know what I thought you were going to say after Hey Everybody, but it w- I, I, I Right as I was saying Hey Everybody, I noticed that my window was like kind of ajar, and I was like, oh, do I need to get up and close the window for sound reasons? But you know, so. we'll you just roll fine. with this and see if it becomes a problem. Yeah, we'll yeah just it sounds fine. Um, you know what? It's immersive. Listeners, you are here. You are in the city in with New us. York City. I am trying recording from inside my closet for the Her first time. Her love closet. Um, <laughs> listeners aren't going to know what that means. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay, so It's listeners... a closet that Olivia has that can fit a couch if you really uh, want okay, it to. Okay, I've never actually tried to fit the couch in totally there. I fit the think couch in there. that my love seat Her would love fit seat. in this closet in if closet. I didn't hang anything up. <laughs> And it's very a- large, K- even a- by like outside New York City standards. And Melissa the tried love to convince closet. me to put the love seat in here, but I'm not gonna do it. Even There's if the love seat couldn't fit, a love seat could fit. There is a love seat in the world that would fit in this closet. There you go. And in um, New York City, that's wild. But it's not in here. I'm sitting on the floor. So <laughs> please write in and tell me if my sound is better or worse. Listeners, I mean, do not tell me about how my sound is because I do not want to take any action to. I want to know if any of our listeners also have love closets. Um, I mean, truly, if they cared about sound quality, I don't think that they would still be here. So that's a great point. <laughs> you guys are great. You know, it's really the like lo-fi sitting in the room with us kind of vibe on this podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. super. We're super and, close. Like, we try. <laughs> like we all bought mics we like have nice software this, this is the best you're gonna say we have nice socks <laughs> like yeah we do <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> all right listeners it's a big chapter <laughs> is it are we easy. jumping right in i i think we're it's, i mean uh, let's do it i'm ready i think it's my week to recap I that I sounds that. great to me. Oh yeah, we're we're listeners. Thank you for writing in. Those of you who have written in, we're holding it for next week because there's just so much to say. You know, there's there's a lot to say about this chapter. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, all right. right on us. I'm so ready Cap- to hear this recap. <laughs> I know what my recap would be. My recap had... would be like 20 words. <laughs> Mine is gonna be pretty close. I had this idea that I did not follow through on, but every time it's my week to recap, I think to myself, I should write a poem. Oh my god. And deliver my recap as a poem. Oh my god. And... I wrote down my recap one time, and yeah. I slayed it. This was like a year and a half ago. I remember that. That was a really good recap. <laughs> this one, I was gonna do the poem about the plums in the icebox. Yeah. I was like, ooh, you know how people on Twitter, like, make jokes with that poem? I was like, I could do one, but it's about virginity. Um, <laughs> but I did not follow through. It's just to say... <laughs> I have sexed the virgin? I don't know, that doesn't work. The vampire has, mm, I don't know. Anyway, has it started yet? 20. Am I grading you yet? No, no, no. It starts now. It starts now. Oh, I was, yeah, no. all that. That was not the grade. No, that was all part of it. Chapter twenty. Compromise. Bella goes over to Edward's house. Everybody else is gone because, as you remember, they are hunting. Bella's like, I've been doing some thinking, <laughs> readers. And one... News to us, by the way. Yeah, yeah news to us. <laughs> She's like, there's only one thing that really matters, and it's that I get laid before I become a vampire. So that's what tonight Holler. is about. Let's go. They go directly 
to Edward's bed. They start <laughs> making out. She's like, this is going great. She's like, there's something I want. He's like, okay, anything. And she's like, let's. And he's like, no. And then she is like, okay, but like, I really want to. They talk about it. They go back and forth. They strike a deal. Edward's like, you know what? Sure. It'll be risking your life. But sure. I'll sleep with you if you marry me and she's like you know what i want to sleep with you so bad (laughs) that i will do this even though it is painful (laughs) my very spirit so yes i will marry you and he gives her the ugliest ring i've ever seen described on the page the end recap done it's a 10. i give that a nine i'm gonna give you a nine also Thank you. And with my 10 that I gave myself, that is an amazing score. You forgot, you forgot uh, Edward giving her a charm for her bracelet or whatever. You know oh, what? Yeah, did true. I forget it? Or is it just not relevant enough? Make an omission on purpose. I did indeed forget it. But I just think there's only one thing that really matters in this chapter. There's two things. It's the sex and the It's engagement. the sex. And it's sex and marriage. Sex and marriage. <laughs> in a chapter and called Compromise. This what we've been waiting for in this whole goddamn book. Melissa, this chapter both is what I've been waiting for <laughs> and is also not at all what I've been fucking waiting for for two and a half books. And that's what I'm here to say today. That, like... This chapter is like everything that Stephanie promised to us, absolutely underdelivered, and not at and yet, all what I came to Twilight for. Right. It's everything she promised us, and yet it's nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like vampires as an idea are like inherently sexy. Right. Like yes. vampire media is sexy. Yeah. Like all of it. Bella has made it very clear from page, you know, one, that she does not want to keep her pants on around him. And That's true. So okay. if if Bella had showed up with the energy that Maya imbued her with in the recap, <laughs> maybe I would have been more satisfied with this. Right. But I think it's incredibly important for our listeners to know that the oh, yeah. word sex does not appear never in up. this chapter. No, the word sex never appears eventually she gets to sleep sleeps yeah and then edward makes a joke about how technically he can never sleep with her yep which i really appreciated because i was like if i had the opportunity to make that joke i would make it i would make that joke every day 100 percent. but like just like vampires are sexy but edward is so sexless But like and he's like, not restrained. for like moments. He's he's that's not. The thing, is that we but, all like, made him? That's to what be. makes it good. Yeah, yeah. we I'm... constructed a very sex positive Edward. But what we're given is an Edward who is not really at all interested in sex. But he he but like he is. He okay. And he it's is, only I guess. ever about her safety and Whatever. he's just being noble and. The reason that he doesn't want to have sex with her is because, he might because her of money. sin and souls. And right, saving her soul. Like, hell. Please get over yourself, buddy. Puh. I think uh, that's please. the sexiest part is when no. he's like, I the am restraint. trying yeah, to yeah. put a wall here and it, I slip yes. and feel too much. Sure. Like, that's when it's like, this is good stuff. <laughs> And there is a lot of that, so I did enjoy this chapter, but I wanted more. I think that this chapter fails at being aspirational. Like, we come to Twilight for, like, sexy, happy endings, right? Like, it's a a romance book. Like, we talked all a, a lot about how, like, her greatest strength is, like, the romance and the one on one stuff. Mm-hmm. And she is not the strongest at, like, action or danger or, like, plot. So, like, that's not why we're here. You know what I mean? It's like, true. at its base, it's Twilight is a romance. And what you want out of romance is, like, aspirational happiness. And, of course, there has to be conflict. But, like, 
she shows up as a girl who does not strike me as someone who is actually ready to have sex. And then she gets engaged under duress and she's really unhappy about it. (laughs) And reading about somebody getting engaged when they don't even want to is not that fun. Right. I think... I think the it not being aspirational thing is a really good point because what struck me throughout is that Bella is volunteering all this information about how she feels and how much she wants to be with Edward. Mm-hmm. And Edward is, you know, much more of a closed book. And it's right. like, it's not balanced reading, as far as the vulnerability. Stuff. Yeah. Like, it Bella does mention on the page like she says you know being vulnerable was like really fucking hard and then you know you just got rejected because Edward says no we're not gonna have sex right and I mean I guess Edward is technically kind of vulnerable but like it's not really anything that we didn't already know Edward's Mm -hmm. thing is like I told you one time that I may not be human, but I am a man. Therefore, <laughs> Therefore, you are supposed to know forevermore that I do actively still want you that way. And it right. is weird that you <laughs> might have doubts about my feelings on that subject. <laughs> and like also, to move backwards... I think that one throwaway line, in, I mean, it's not a throwaway line, but like that small line in Twilight establishes this whole conflict for Bella, which is that she thinks that sex is a human experience. And so she's right. decided that the only human experience that she cannot give up before That's she true. becomes a vampire is having sex. And she explains why. Like her theory here is that once she becomes a vampire, the only thing that she will want for a very long time on a physical level, is to drink blood. I'm like, okay, I guess I understand this premise. But she hasn't talked to any of them about it. No. Um, I really wish that she would talk to Alice. Yeah. And Alice could be like, actually, you know what? Sex as a vampire is, like, really baller. Yeah. (laughs) Like, everything else is a vampire. (laughs) You're gonna be really into that, like, really soon. And you have literally forever to do it. I, I know, think pretty, that we're have we been conveyed up to this point that how horny vampires are, how much sex that, the rest of them are having. I don't happened in think the last so. Book. I I think it's been hinted at. Like okay. Edward <laughs> has said, like oh, like Emmett and Rosalie are gonna get married again, and like we'll all have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I kind of think that we should go back to the beginning and walk through this, but on that point, I just want to say Bella's argument doesn't really hold a lot of water because Mm. as a human, certain physical desires do overshadow how she feels about Edward. If she didn't eat for two days, she would still pick having dinner over sleeping with him. She'd be like, well... I mean, yeah, you know, I'll eat and, like, then we can do this. Right. <laughs> right. She tries to Good claim point. that, like, right now, as a human, her greatest physical desire is to have sex with Edward. And but maybe that's right, true You're right, Maya, at that, certain like, times. That's only, like, mentally true, really. Right. Because if she was going to starve to death, right. that would matter. Or if she hadn't her. slept for a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. Which... So it's not literally true. Yeah. Literally I love her for making the argument. <laughs> I, I mean, love girlfriend her for goes grasping hard. at those straws. It's true. <laughs> she does know what she wants in this moment, and she's like, I'm going for it. She's trying to get it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so let's go to the beginning. We get a little rundown on the plan. Um, she has given the extra concert tickets to Angela, Ben, and Mike, and Mike is going to take Jessica. And so they're going to be out of town. Okay, but, like, what the fuck? I don't know if she bought three concert tickets or if she bought four. But why are none of them going straight from Bella to Jessica? Listen. I guess she's like, (laughs) look, I bought three. Here are the three people I most want to save. She picked Mike Mike over Jessica? And take Jessica? That's chill. That is so rude. This is the rudest thing she's ever done to Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Olivia. You're right. That's really fucking rude. I spent so long 
flipping back through the chapters to try to figure oh out how many concert God. tickets she had bought, and I did not succeed in figuring it out. Yeah, no, I read that, and I was just like, and then that's I regular realized shitty it doesn't Bella. matter if she bought three or four. Jessica should have gotten one of them. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> Billy has borrowed a boat, and during the fight will be taking Charlie out to sea, so they're safe. <laughs> Um, and the two youngest werewolves, who are only 13, I was like, oh, little babies, are going to be staying back and protecting La Push. So, like, all of that's handled. She doesn't have to worry about anything else. She is ready for tonight. Um, they're, like, driving up to the Cullen house, and she's like, I've really been thinking about it, and, like, I am ready to be a vampire. I know that when, when the time has come previously... (laughs) I've gotten kind of freaked out, but, like, not this time. I feel differently. Since, since when? when? <laughs> apparently. Well, like, apparently, since I leaned against Jacob and looked at the moon. Right. Which means more, that in between to it. the end of the last chapter and the beginning of this chapter, she decided that she is emotionally ready to become a vampire and a Cullen like, and leave her whole life behind. And we didn't get to hear about any of it. Yeah, guess what? I want to I listen to that. <laughs> so frustrating. I mean, but whatever, classic Bella, she's just decided. Yep. Um, I would not not... panic again. (laughs) Well, she's like, I'm not gonna, the next time something comes at us, I'm not gonna make him choose between myself and his family. Like, I'm going to be there, able to help. to help. And I was like, girl, I really hope more stuff isn't coming at you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in an ideal world, this problem is solved (laughs) soon. And you guys can just, like, live regularly. Um, But then she's like, okay, but before that, I know what we need to do. And it's have sex. And I know that he thinks it's impossible, but, like, you know what? Vampires exist. Werewolves exist. Nothing's impossible. (laughs) I was like, amazing argument, Bella. Amazing. But, again, throughout that whole explanation, internal monologue at us, she does not ever say what she means. You must No, you infer. don't know she's talking about sex yet. I mean, you get there eventually. Yeah, but you have to infer it. And you have to infer it. And... <laughs> she never says it. And I, I, I wrote down, like, what page was it where I was like, is she talking about sex? Um, and then I wrote... Oh, she's trying to do this right now. I was like, girlfriend decided. <laughs> yeah. And we're just going we're straight up sh- to the bedroom. Yep. We're gonna we're just doing this now. We're not yep. gonna worry about it anymore. <laughs> yep. They're like making out like they get inside the front door of the house and they're making out <laughs> and she's like, Oh, like this is going great. <laughs> this is going fantastically. Like, his kisses are, like, enthusiastic instead of anxious. She's like, no problem. They go up to the bedroom, and then Edward's like... To get her a present that he has promised her. Right. Yeah, I love this this line. He sets her down on the floor and then goes to get the present. He was back before I'd taken a step, but I ignored him and went to the huge gold bed, plopping down on the edge and then sliding to the center. I was like, eyes on the prize. <laughs> You're like, you don't care about that gift. You are going for the bet. That's right, Bella. You know what? The one thing that I really identify with is the, like, teenage desperation to take advantage of the situation you find Oh, yourself. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, they've never had a night... like they're never alone together which is a totally like universal experience and like do i think it's kind of wild that she's like yep i decided yesterday we need to have (laughs) sex right now and i'm ready right now like do i think i mean that is a correct decision for her no but like i also (laughs) see it happening yeah yeah it's true teenage me relates however (laughs) if edward had been willing like months ago in her room at Charlie's, she would have been like, yeah, yep. <laughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> she would have made it work. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives her a crystal heart cut in a million facets. Um, and he says, it was my mother's. I've inherited quite a few baubles like this. So clearly this is mm. not a big deal. And it's a good representation because it's cold and hard and throws rainbows in the sunlight. And this, like, sounds pretty, you know. Well, I want to know what fucking rocket is. She doesn't say what kind of rocket it is. It's just a... I don't know. It's like She doesn't even say what color it is. 
Maybe it's I quartz. feel like I always she just like crystal. felt like it was glass. But I always imagined glass. that it was a giant diamond, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that would be not a diamond. <laughs> that would be stated. There's no other like actual description of this. Stupid I think thing, crystal so. is a vague enough word that it could just mean glass. Well, that's I always wonder, like, if he has this and he's given Esme and Alice, like, other little things like this that he's inherited from his mom, what other relics of his life does he still have? I'm he really curious many. about that. I feel like he doesn't have that many. I don't know. If he doesn't have that many, then the fact that he's giving away anything is a big deal. Right, yeah. Yeah. And he says, I've inherited quite a few baubles like this. But, like, maybe that means, like, like a jewelry box. Yeah, that's but true. But maybe that means that, like, he, like, went back to the house and fucking cleaned it out. Right. <laughs> or Carlisle might have done that. That's true. That's a it would thing probably Carlisle be Carlisle would do. Because Edward was a newborn vampire. Thirsty and new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. But she gets this gift from Edward, and she's just like, can we discuss something? <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you could begin by being open-minded. <laughs> I really related to that because sometimes, like, if I want to make fun of Scott, but I know it's something he's, like, sensitive about, I go, I want you to receive this joke in the lighthearted, playful way in which it is intended. And he'll go, okay, I'm ready. And then I'll, like, make my joke. <laughs> okay, that's different. That's different. Girlfriend is just similar. like... No, I think she's, like, setting it up. She's like, I just appreciate it if you would begin to be open-minded because you're not going to be open-minded about this. <laughs> I think both are like, I would like to dictate how the you're tone. going to react. The right? tone of this exchange. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and right before she says that, she, like, is, like, snuggling next to him. And he's, like, so hard and stuff. So it probably felt similar to snuggling with Michelangelo's David. And I don't know if you guys have seen these photos, but the David is ginormous. <laughs> it is so much bigger than life-size. And I didn't know this for the longest time. That. And I was like, what a hilarious image. Like, her, like, curled up, like, in, in like, his collarbone, like a little cat. <laughs> anyway, go on, go on, go on. I mean, she does come at this real awkward. And I'm not saying that, like, you know... I said before, I don't feel like she comes to this as, like, I like who that. is truly ready for this to happen. Yeah, it's not I that like it, that she's awkward about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, like, it's not because she's awkward. I just think that, like, I, it's different for everybody and, like, different times are different for different people. But, like, if you can't say the word sex to your partner, I just <laughs> feel like as a rule of thumb, you might not be ready. That's exactly the metric that I had in my <laughs> yeah. head. The fact that she feels like embarrassed saying the word, that like, they're not there. The first and that's time you okay. have sex is like weird and awkward, and it's like it is sort of like weirdly embarrassing sometimes, and like you just have to be yep. able to like roll with it and enjoy <laughs> the parts that are good, and like it's gonna be weird, and if you can't say the word out loud, I just don't know if you're there. This chapter is so hard to go in order. There's a part. Where, um, <laughs> Like, let's just try. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, like, that is what it is. And I was like, girl, maybe define work what? for you, <laughs> right? Because, like, like, it's going to be weird. Yeah. The other thing that drives me nuts about this chapter is, I think, a thing that so many YA books do, which is, like, only having a very narrow definition of sex like they're just like so okay true. we can like try to have sex or we can not try to have sex i'm like what if you like try taking both of your shirts off first and like <laughs> see how that goes for you like edward has never let you take any piece of clothing off. he like it's a the spectrum room when she changes <laughs> it's not like one act of like you do sex or you do nothing like and i think so many why books do this and like partly it's like the fade to black oh yeah 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 thing where it's like you're trying to be more modest by having the scene fade to black but then as a reader you just like assume what is in the zeitgeist and so you just assume that they've had like you know quote unquote heterosexual this kind of sex like penetrative right sex 
And Maybe I'm not ready because I felt awkward saying that. But like that's <laughs> what we assume when it fades yep. to black. And I also hate how the fade to black like impl- like I don't know like emotional stuff happens like the plot fucking progresses when you're doing stuff and like the fade to black is like okay now like the talking and emotions are over and like we do the sex thing and then we deal with it after and i don't like you know there's no like spectrum of like stuff and awkwardness i I do like that you know edward is kind of like you know what we'll try it well right like yeah they're not discussing any specifics but he is attempting to be like there's a middle (laughs) yeah we can like see where it goes we'll see what happens um let's try to let's try back. To where were we before where this we were at her asking him to have sex with her well first she says like the first thing i want to talk to you about is like the marriage thing right like, yes open to negotiation right. and he's right. like no <laughs> well, he's more like what are you talking about and she's like um i just i'm i'm leading up to something here okay okay um <laughs> And she's like, okay, so, like, if I marry you, like, what does that mean? And he's like, well, if you're my wife, then, you know, what's mine is yours. Like, tuition money, so there would be no problem with Dartmouth. She says, anything else while you're already being absurd? Bella. Don't leave it Were you planning on joining his family and being fucking broke? (laughs) What did you think was gonna happen? You're... I know that you've been, like, saving up for your first semester, but, like, do you really plan on just never taking any of his money? (laughs) You're gonna start your own separate stock portfolio? (laughs) Well, Maya, they haven't talked about it, so I don't know. (laughs) The other thing that he says he wants to give her is, like, maybe a car. And it's like, Bella doesn't give a shit about cars. Like, at least pick a thing that she would care about. And he says, like, you know, maybe you could, like, wait longer. And she's like, no. (laughs) No. She also, like, at the beginning of this negotiation, he's like, okay, well, the thing that you're getting is I'm agreeing to make you a vampire. And she's like, no, that's that's already decided. That's not part of the negotiation. I was like, "Uh, okay, I guess. Right. She's like, well, what do I get out of it? Yeah, you get to be a vampire. You get to be changed for Edward. That was the whole thing. That's how this started. But again, I love this for Bella. She's like, I'm rewriting history. Yeah, quite the negotiation tactic. Oh, yeah. Um, And so then Edward is like, all right, what what are you getting at here? Like, I'm so curious. And she can't bring herself to say it. She She says, I still didn't know how to begin. I felt his eyes watching me, and I was afraid to look look up the blood began to burn in my face and he's like oh my god you're blushing like the suspense is painful like what is it um then she doesn't answer bella his tone reproached me now yuck yuck yeah i didn't like that part gross yuck don't no reproach, reproach her let her take her time how is she supposed to sleep with you edward if you're being good <laughs> how how um, and then she gets into this thing that Olivia mentioned earlier where she's like, look, I'm worried about after and like where my priorities are going to be because my priorities are going to be on killing everybody I know and drinking their blood, but I want them to be on you and your pants situation. <laughs> and then Edward, precious Edward is like, whatever you want. I was like, Edward, she did this to literally one chapter yeah. ago. Yeah. Literally one chapter ago, she tried to trick you into agreeing to whatever she wanted. Like, come on. Okay. Oh, and then, and then what does she say? It? Does she say anything or does she just go She's, for the makeout? This is it. Okay. Um, This is internal monologue. I couldn't believe how awkward and idiotic I felt. I was too Aww. innocent, which was, Aww. of course, central to the discussion. There's a lot to unpack right there. I didn't have the faintest idea how to be seductive. I would just have to settle for flushed and self-conscious, which is like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can. You, I mumbled almost incoherently. How do you I'm... make the word you almost incoherent? You. <laughs> I'm yours. He smiled, still oblivious, trying to hold my gaze as I looked away again. 
I took a deep breath and shifted forward so that I was kneeling on the bed. Then I wrapped my arms around his neck and kissed him. He kissed me back, bewildered but willing. (laughs) (laughs) Bewildered but willing. So, yeah, and then she tries to unbutton his shirt, and then he figures it out. I... How is it that after all this time, they've never made out without his shirt? No, nobody's shirt has ever, <laughs> no one's come off. ever gone for the a The first time they ever make out, his shirt is unbuttoned. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Shit. But so it never comes off. Precedent. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's an excellent oh point. <laughs> and then he um, does reject her. Like yeah, he get, does. Like he just says, "Be reasonable, Bella." And they get very like confrontational, and she's like, "You promised whatever I wanted," and he's like, "We're not having this discussion." And I was like, "Why can't you have the discussion?" I know. And I'm like, "Why can't you talk about it, you fucking weirdo?" And then I wrote, "What a hilarious prude." Like, <laughs> he is so like buttoned up that he has to rebutton like the two buttons that she managed to unfasten right like, and if she never says stay undone then we are talking and we're not talking so i'm buttoning she never <laughs> says what she wants so like in actuality what she has tried is just to unbutton his shirt and he's like right. um no no right and... and that means that his shirt coming off is a clear signal to him to what she actually does want that's yeah. like how restrained things have been between them. <laughs> right. Oh, and then she does she says, um, she says my stomach felt uneasy. Why was there too much moisture in my eyes? Why I suddenly <sighs> wanted to run from the room? And I was like, Oh, Bella, no. Yeah, he is actually very rude. Like he, yeah, he is being understand what he's doing a lot earlier than he does. It really would be one thing if he like didn't feel that way. And, like, didn't want to do that with her. And, you know, then he'd be like, oh, um, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't want to. I'm sorry. But instead, because he thinks that she knows he does actually want right. to, he's just like, what's wrong with you? Why would you be trying to do <laughs> this? Why would you ask for that again? Boys are so and like, but And it's like, she did set up, like, okay, you just listed all the things that you want that I don't want. And now she's trying to engage with, like, the thing that she wants that he doesn't want. And he won't even engage with her. It is very rude. It is very rude. And then he says, did I hurt your feelings? He asked, shocked. He, like, he, like, stares into her face for, like, a whole minute and then he figures it out. (laughs) Yeah, and she's, like, trying to look away and he, like, keeps redirecting her. And she's like, no. No, my feelings aren't hurt. And then he's, like, cradling her. He says, you know why I have to say no. You know that I want you to. Do you? Of course I do, you silly, beautiful, oversensitive girl. Doesn't everyone? I'm gonna stop right there. That's not enough affirmation. No. He goes on to be like, look, everybody wants you. That's not enough. She doesn't want everybody. She wants you. So you you need to talk about how much you do. That's a great point, Maya. And he has to throw in the um word oversensitive which is like she's not being oversensitive for like needing to hear from you that you're not rejecting her physically her reaction was don't like her yeah her reaction made sense considering how rude you were (laughs) yeah she got like a little bit teary-eyed and then embarrassed and then tried to say that she wasn't upset that was her whole reaction (laughs) and then Maya's right he doesn't talk about himself He says, you're too desirable for your own good, but he doesn't say, I find you too desirable for your own good, (laughs) and if we were doing that, I feel sure I would lose control and hurt you because I would be so overwhelmed by your beauty. (laughs) If I saw a single tit, you would surely die. (laughs) Like, where is that? It's not on the page. It's not on the page. (laughs) Not on the page. and edward says like i feel like there's a line of people behind me waiting for me to mess up so that they can have a a shot with you like do you want to know all of them because you know like some but some names would surprise you i just want you guys to know 
if somebody had that information and could tell it to me, I would die for it. I know. <laughs> okay. I would die for it. You're correct. Yeah, you're correct. But it's not but... what she's looking for. In right, but moment. that's not what she's looking for right now. It's like, so you're going to make me a list of all the people who would have sex with me if I asked them to. Right. And yet, you're and still yet on the list not... of people who won't have sex with me. <laughs> but you're not changing but... where you are on the list. <laughs> And then she, like, summarizes their negotiation, which still doesn't make that much sense. Um, but she says that this is her demand, that she wants to have sex before she becomes a vampire. Which I do kind of feel two ways about, because on one hand, you cannot demand that somebody have sex with you <laughs> in true. any circumstance. And on it, the other hand, this is a fiction. It's fiction. It's a ridiculous it's a novel. It's fun. <laughs> He's a vampire. I'm kind of with it. It's fine. Right. They've kind already of established that they love each other until and the they end both of want time, to, and... and they're getting married. And okay, and then he finally that. says something reasonable, which is, "No, it's not possible now. Later, when you're less breakable, be patient, Bella." And then she says, "But that's the problem. I won't be the same when I'm less breakable. I won't be the same. I don't know who I'll be then." You'll still be Bella, he promised. Um, I just, like, I, this is, like, true of her whole life, and it's kind of, like, funny that her random sticking point is having sex before she becomes a vampire. I just think it's, like, I mean, okay, I guess. Sure. Sure. Like, a trampoline park will also not be the same. (laughs) Nothing will be the same. (laughs) Okay, and then also... I got confused about why he wants to marry her when she's still human. I lost track of that a long time ago. Does Uh, he want to marry... Oh, that's because he's like, if you don't marry me first, then how how do I know that, like, you will marry me? Oh, right. That Uh was the argument, like... Because he has leverage now. Yeah, it's like, look, if I turn him, you into a vampire you'll just run away. first, then you'll just be like, okay, I got what I want. But so, unlike yes. you, who is not trustworthy, I am trustworthy. So if you marry me, I will turn you. Also, this is the part where he, where she's like, look, physically, I want you more than anything else. Right. And I was like, Edward, what he Offer. says is, Bella, I could kill you. But I was like, Edward, why not drop in a little, okay, well, physically, I want you more than anything else, even blood, but I must stay strong. Like, give her some more validation. I mean, he does have this line where he says, um, she says, but that will always be what I want most, won't it? Blood, blood, and more blood. And he says, the fact that you are still alive is proof that this is not true. Which and is I was a like, great okay, let's point. Expand on that. It's let's expand point. on it. Which is also funny because when they met in biology class, he was like, "I can't disappoint Carlisle." <laughs> so it's like, what was more important than blood? Then was like, his dad feeling good about him. <laughs> right. So it seems like a lot of things will There's probably a lot be of more important than blood. <laughs> I, I just want him to be like Bella. Every time I see that sweet curve of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> And yet, and yet, I am staying strong. Trust me, I feel it. Trust me, you're not alone. Yeah, he does it. But I'm staying strong. You're right that he does not give it to her. Right. No. And I do. And he doesn't give it to her. And, yeah. <laughs> I did wonder at this point, because I, w- I was like, wait, is Edward still a virgin? And then it's confirmed later. I was like, oh, yes, yeah. he is. He's- we get to hear exactly all about it. But first, <laughs> he's like, Bella, I could kill you. And she goes, I don't think you could. And instead of replying to her with words, we got, like, super emo, dramatic Edward back. This is a really iconic moment, but it's so stupid. It's so stupid. (laughs) He, like, stares her in the eyes and reaches behind her, pulls a metal flower off of the bed that he bought her that she doesn't want, crushes the metal flower in his hand, shows her the, like, warped lump of metal that then crumbles into dust. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I fucking yeah. know you're strong. Yeah. Okay, that's She's not like, what we're saying here. Yeah, we went through this two books ago right? in the meadow. Okay, we already had that conversation. I have an actual an point idiot. to make. Are you going to listen to my actual point? It's so just stupid. like, how did he not understand that she was speaking meta? Like, 
metaphorically or, or yeah like <laughs> or, not or literally like, you can't kill me right like she Duh, wasn't saying she you're you physically unable to <laughs> okay and then she says that's not what i meant i already know how strong you are you didn't have to break the furniture and i felt like that was some fun foreshadowing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that is true i forgot about that oh my god <laughs> excellent point olivia <laughs> And then she, I think, makes a great point that is, like, you are so scared of killing me that, like, how could you possibly actually do that? Like, we've been through so much. Like, you literally, she doesn't even say this, but it's, like, you literally tasted her blood and then stopped right. yourself from killing her. Exactly. And, like, like, that I has really to be think... harder to do than have sex yeah, with her and sex. not kill like, her. I, maybe Edward needs to have some, like, brotherly chats also. So that Emmett Fair. could be like, you dumbass. You don't, like, <laughs> you're not gonna black out and not, like, you're just have you, it's just having sex. It's not like any, you'll be, it'll be fine. You're gonna, no, like, remember who she so is and that you don't want to murder her. transcend consciousness. Yeah, like. <laughs> They're both kind of building it up. So yeah, they are. Yeah, they really are. Like, this is worth possibly dying for. <laughs> and Edward's like, it's gonna be so fantastic. <gasps> That I would crush her to death with my dick. <laughs> okay, that's true. Can you guys imagine if, like, uh, first time you had sex, if, like, it was approached in this way by oh, both parties? That would be too much pressure. Too much pressure. And way then the letdown. And then the so letdown. So much letdown. <laughs> <sighs> Although, because it's fiction, luckily for Bella, when the time comes, it's not it's, a letdown. Yeah, it's that's true. <laughs> Yeah, she does black out. The next day, she's like, <laughs> what happened? Like, oh, I, like, vaguely remember something with feathers. Something broke, and suddenly there's feathers, and I don't know how to oh, feathers It's all a blur. Okay, Bella is so desperate for this to happen that finally she starts to beg, and she says, you don't have to make me any guarantees. If it doesn't work out right, well, then that's that. Which is like, you already told me how that might die? be death. <laughs> just let's try only try and i'll give you what you want i promised rashly i'll marry you i'll let you pay for dartmouth and i won't complain about the bribe to get me in you oh can even god. buy me a fast car if that makes you happy just please oh my god my girl is down bad <laughs> so willing to give all this up just for a shot just for an attempt they don't even need to get that far they don't even get to the like i know like it doesn't even like i see this more take off your shirt that's all i I want right and like i was just imagining it becoming like a strip poker negotiation of like okay listen what if like two pieces of clothing each like (laughs) do you think no, they don't. Do you think the Collins ever swing? <laughs> A no, I want them to, but time. they don't. I don't think I'm, they do. I'm sure there's plenty of fan fiction about oh, this. 100%. But in Stephanie's world, in Stephanie's no, world, they, no, right. Right. they don't. Do they're not. married. And of like, course not. They're soulmates <laughs> with that, each other. Is that realistic? It, no, they have eternity. <laughs> eternity for strip poker to go a little And. Far. And natural conclusion. And they have a magical guarantee that their partner will not leave them for somebody else <laughs> by falling in love with the other person. That's true. They have they have established that. So he's like finally almost convinced. He's like, oh, you're you're. He's like, she has some great points. Yeah. <laughs> this is. I think Make this is like a more. pretty good line. I like. I felt something within my heart. He was like, <laughs> this is unbearable. So many things I've wanted to give you, and this is what you decide to demand. Do you have any idea how painful it is trying to refuse you when you plead with me this way? It's like, Edward, yes, this is when you're at your best. Angst. Right. Angst. <laughs> yes, this is the Edward we've come love to it. know and love. love it's it. so true. <laughs> I was like, tell me again how you're torn up inside. Right. Wait, wait. Does he, he doesn't officially agree out loud okay yeah they just start making out right she um tries to take her own clothes off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
girlfriend's like, still going hard. Bella, <laughs> and she says, it felt like a surrender. So, a single word, okay. and she's like, oh, he's giving in. She feels like she's like he's giving in. I just like want some some communication. That's all I want. Okay, well, we get there when she says, do you want to do that part? And he says, not tonight. Yeah, and she's he like, says, he's like, stop taking your clothes off. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying not tonight. Which, which like, it's highly reasonable. Highly like, reasonable. He just decided just now. <laughs> right, she decided, like, the day before. And she, I thought about it while my breathing slowed give me one good reason why tonight is not as good as any other night <laughs> Ooh, question for the team do yeah. you think this would be safer for bella if edward went hunting first on the one hand if he's gone hunting his bloodlust is you know lessened but he's also stronger Ooh. Hmm. okay i think it's better if he's hunted because yeah the difference in his strength is not enough that it makes a difference whether she's murdered or not good point but his mental clarity is what determines whether she's right right (laughs) agreed um at one point edward like grabs her wrists and like holds them above her head on a pillow and i was like you know what for edward column this is pretty kinky so like i don't know (laughs) And there's, like, no reaction to it. It's just, like, stated. I know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, like <laughs> I'm like, you have no emotional, physical reaction to this happening at all? Nothing we got, like, the whole us? paragraph I, about, I got like, one just reading her it. not being able to breathe, like, looking at, like, his chest. <laughs> An actual action? <laughs> and then the only reason that he gives for not doing it now is, like, back to their negotiation. I'm like, there are many good reasons not to do it right now. For instance, we just decided that we might be ready 30 fucking seconds ago. <laughs> at no point is he, like, when when they're negotiating this, at no point is he like, look, I really love you, and I want to, but I just don't know if I'm ready. Like, that would be okay. Yeah. Right? He's eternally 17 yeah and if you don't if he's not ready he's not ready okay like, but he's also like a hundred years old and that's where it does get a little bit weird <laughs> but like i don't want to imply by saying right. he's eternally 17 that by a certain age you should be ready and like it's understandable when you're a teenager that you aren't i just mean like his brain while it can do a lot of things, was frozen at a point, like, where he wasn't fully developed, and if he wants to, like, think it through a little. Right, yeah. Like, that's that's okay. But the reason, well, part of the reason, are we here yet, about why he doesn't, another reason why he doesn't want to have sex Virtue. It's her virtue. It's her virtue. I don't think I knew that word in this context before the time. Oh, like I had never heard somebody refer to it. You know, some like Austin type books. I don't know. know. I don't think I was reading Jane Austen before (laughs) Eclipse. (laughs) Realistically, um. So his argument is that there's a chance. So he thinks that he doesn't have a soul. But, like, maybe. But, like, there, you know, theoretically, maybe He's there's willing a to entertain the argument because like, it she supports does. his argument right now. And so if there's a chance that one of the rules that affects your soul and getting into heaven is the one about not having sex before they're, you're married, then they shouldn't do that one. And he's like, I have done all the other bad things that I'm not supposed to do. So, like, I've can you give me one people. rule? For example, murdering. For example, um, murder. So if you could give me one rule that I'm not going to break, that would be cool. I was <laughs> like, it really is hilarious that in one breath, he's like, I have killed people, but this is where I will draw the line draw the from line. an ethical standpoint. <laughs> and this, that, that is not where I was when I read this book. That is not where I am reading this book now. I felt two ways about it. I was like, on the one hand... 
I think he does have a, a fair point. Like, I don't think it's logical that that rule would apply, but I don't think it's logical that vampires would exist. So maybe you <laughs> hedge <Fair>. your bets. <laughs> but then on the other hand, it's like, it's just such a, like, silly, baseless rule, clearly oh, yeah. rooted in, like, a and certain idea, kind of idea by a certain kind of person that does right. not apply around the world and right. he's traveled around the world but pertains to the author of this title <laughs> yeah i guess it feels a little more odd because he doesn't talk about religion right so like having this opinion at this time in history without his context without talking about being a religious christian person is like a little bit out of right you right. know yeah, and it's weird. after Twilight, so from Midnight Sun, we know that at this part, internally, he's like, I am a god. Yeah! I could kill god if I <laughs> right. needed to. Right! So, thinking about it in that context, this really breaks down. Okay, and also, I was thinking about, like, how deeply he's hedging his bets. Because he believes that he doesn't have a soul. So he believes that he's already agreed to take away Bella's soul. So if neither of them is going to have a soul... Like, he's 95% sure, and also he's pretty sure that, you know, he's like the orca of the universe and there is no god above him. (laughs) It's a slim chance that this matters. But he loves her so much. He cannot take her. Won't even take a slim chance. And then he's like, okay, so, like, that was, um, we're engaged. Right, because she's like, okay, I... I guess uh, I did. Yeah. I did say that. I yep. did say that <laughs> I would marry you if we could have sex. We get like the least satisfying, least fun engagement. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Because like, Bella truly hates every second of it. She's not. She interested. is shuddering at every moment. Yeah. yeah she's like worrying about all the gossip. And he, like, raises an eyebrow at her, and she is like, yeah, what did it matter what they said about me when I was leaving soon and not coming back? I was like, yeah, great point. I don't know. <laughs> um, Edward is ready to meet her halfway, and he's like, look, I, it doesn't need to be a whole big thing. Right. You don't even have to tell them. We can go to yeah. Vegas and go to the chapel with a drive through window. He's ready to elope. I just want it to be official that you belong to me and no one else. And it makes me wonder how much of this, I don't think like, like the majority, but like what percentage of this is him competing with Jacob? Mm. Like he wants to marry her because- That's not a reason to marry someone. He, he does want to marry her because he loves her and it's like important to him. But there is like a, a flavor of it that's like, and- it is I want everyone to who know. needs to know yeah. to know to know that like but like you're that officially doesn't even, taken. That doesn't even make any sense because Jacob is ready to like drop her and never talk to her again if she becomes a vampire. Yeah. So <laughs> I, the most compelling thing all to these me boys are stupid is like his upbringing that like it's important to him that right. like he always thought that he would get married and like he wants her family to know that they are married and. Like, that just, emotional piece of it. I just want to point out, me, you know, that when and if any of our listeners get married to anyone else, you belong to yourself. Do not belong to your spouse. I don't care yeah. under what pretenses of religion you're getting married. I feel, I, I kind of have two feelings about that. Like, I feel both ways. Like, both things can be true. You contain multitudes. Like, you belong to yourself. You are always your own right. person. And simultaneously, you are making a decision to, to decide belong to each other. belong to each other. Well, yeah, but he says you belong to no one else. And my, yes. and my brain was like, you belong to no one else, including not even yourself. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And like, he does say it mine. in terms of, like, you belong to me, not a reciprocal. Right, exactly. Like, it's a, it's a balance. I hope Very fair. listeners 
that if you ever get engaged to somebody, that you will be very excited to be engaged. Right, that you'll want <laughs> yeah, to be engaged. I hope that you will be so happy and so excited <laughs> and that, like, even if they pull out, like, the most ugly ring you've ever seen, you're just going to, like, love it so much because you love them yeah, so much. that's so true. Or that, like, in a few days you tell them that, like, maybe you can, like, return maybe this ring. Maybe you guys together. But instead... She's like, show me the damn ring, Edward. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's like, like, do you no. want to see it now? And she's like, do you have one? And he's like, yeah, but it's like, whatever. I'm not like, <laughs> or anything. And she's like, no, I don't want to see it. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's that's fine. That's and she's cool. like, whatever, yeah, show it chill, to me. Chill. And he's like, no, no. And she's like, just show it to me. <laughs> that's so weird. And it's interesting. He's it's like, fine, look down. at it. Here it is. Because, you know, when we're reading Twilight and we're imagining them getting engaged, we're like imagining like the most romantic thing we have ever <gasps> read in, in our entire meadow. lives. The wildflowers are blooming. I know. A little sparrow alights upon her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, Bella just like truly doesn't want any of it. And. <sighs> And then she thinks it's beautiful, and he's like, oh, just see if it fits. My left hand clenched into a fist. Wait, wait, wait. We have to describe it in case they don't remember. (laughs) Nestled into the black satin, Elizabeth Mason's ring, because it belonged to his mother, which I think is sweet, sparkled in the dim light. The face was a long oval set with slanting rows of glittering round stones. The band was gold, delicate, and narrow. The gold made a fragile web around the diamonds. A long oval with slanting rows of glittering round stones. And this oval is pretty, what? Just like is a, the oval this is pretty hard to imagine. Also, it's glittering round stones. Like, it doesn't actually so say... So, is the oval a diamond and then there's more diamonds around it? The oval no, is made up of diamonds. diamonds shaped into an oval. Right. Oh. I know what this looks like, but probably because I've like. seen pictures of this. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. that I would be able to imagine it based on this description. I mean, it sounds like a pretty nice ring, you know, for, I don't know, I thought they were poor, but. No, I think his, his family had money. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, his mom had a, a ring with many diamonds on it. <laughs> based on this ring, yeah. Um, but just she like, does like it. I would have envisioned like an emerald cut solitary diamond for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Something like really elegant and classic and kind of timeless. Yeah, something simple. Yeah. Okay, so then he tries to convince her to put it on and he's like, I'm not going to solder it to your finger. Just try it on so I can see if it needs to be sized. You can take it right off. This is just like not the vibe. Yeah, not the vibe. I can't imagine, even if I didn't want to be engaged, I would want to put it on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if I go to a random gift shop and they have the little rings, you kind of put them on, you know? And, like, She's I don't like wear scared. jewelry. She's scared of what it's going to look like. It wasn't quite as awful as I'd feared having it there. And he's, like, so fucking happy. And he's, he's so trying not happy. to be weird so about sweet. it. And you're like, oh, now I understand. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll do some things because you being so happy is so fucking nice. Right? His face is glowing brilliant with joy. Like, so happy. That's so nice. He just wants to get married. It's very sweet. It really is. And then he's like, okay, um, like, I know it's, like, not what you want, but, like, can I propose? Can't and she's like, okay. Something? And so he, like, gets down on the one classic. Knee. Do you mind if I do something? Bella's turn to say anything you want. And then he gets <laughs> on the bed and she's like, anything but that. <laughs> <sighs> and then oh, as he slides down on one knee, she says, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And he says, be nice. <laughs> it's awful. <sighs> and then he says, Isabella Swan, I promise to love you forever. Every single day of forever. Will you marry me? There were many things that I wanted to say, some of them not nice at all, (laughs) and others more disgustingly gooey and romantic than he probably dreamed I was capable of. Rather than embarrass myself with either, I whispered, yes. Wow. Romantic. (laughs) I think it's sweet. And Bella didn't want it to happen anyways. 
I think this chapter is like the epitome of Stephanie in that like she talks based on what she talks like how she talks about writing Twilight which is that like this chapter is perfectly loyal to the characters like it's perfectly like realistic that Bella shows up to this and is like super awkward and isn't ready to say the word sex and like still wants it to happen and doesn't know what that means and it's perfectly realistic that she doesn't want to get married and doesn't want to get engaged and Edward really does and they get engaged anyways but it's not that fun and it's like not what I showed up <laughs> right for. I want it to be fun <laughs> and it's I feel like it's not what like Twilight promised to me exactly I think I had more fun with it as a teenager. Probably, yeah. Like, my adult self is definitely a little more, like... Like, I think my teen self was like, oh, Edward, give her more compos! But, like, I was, like, <laughs> more in the moment and, like, feeling right. the angst. So right. it was like I wasn't getting what I wanted, but it was True. really good. It was close enough. I wasn't nearly as jaded as a, as a teenager. No. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you guys. Okay. It's it's a thought experiment. Let's imagine <laughs> that Bella walks into this meeting and she's like, let's do this. And Edward's like, okay. And they do it. And then it kicks off the <gasps> Breaking Dawn Renesmee storyline. Oh, that's disastrous. Now! <laughs> that's pretty disastrous. Um, because... Okay, we would probably have the time for her to not know that she's pregnant and for the climax of this book to happen, actually. It would probably be, like, the day after. Yeah. The fight. Yeah. That she'd be like, hmm. Yeah, not feeling so good. <laughs> What's up? And then... Acidic I mean, sperm. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't be so different They just wouldn't get married. Or... Edward would be like, we need to, we, like, get married ASAP, because we don't way. know what's going to happen. We're going to have way. a bastard. <laughs> yeah, Edward would be so sad. That's what would happen. Edward would be so mad at himself and so sad. Okay, but right now, they're not they're not in warm waters, though. How's his, how's his little <gasps> oh, sperm right. going to melt? Actually, maybe, maybe she wouldn't get pregnant. That's a great point. <laughs> Well, we never did find that on Stephanie's website, even though, like, I, I swear, I mean, it was somewhere wrote in and corroborated Absolutely. it. Yeah. But, like, would Bella ever, like, be able to connect with Rosalie? Because she manages to talk to Rosalie and, like, get her on board because Edward, like, leaves to go to talk to somebody else to arrange their trip back to Forks. And that's her opening. But, like, Edward would not leave her side if they were already in Forks. But, like, I don't know. They still have the baby thing. Like, yeah, whole, but I just mean... I don't know. It would just be different. Like... Yeah. I mean, didn't Stephanie want this to happen, like, two books ago? She was ready. Yeah, her original sequel to Twilight was um, Forever Dawn. Right. And there's a time down. skip. Yeah. And in the times after the time skip, it's very similar to Breaking Dawn. Well, ladies, that's it. That's a, that's the whole adventure. chapter. <laughs> yeah, that's it in four sentences. I have my worst. Go for it. So this is after Bella has been rejected, and she is like. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can talk about all the stupid things you want, but none of the very reasonable good things that I want, like, that's unfair. Um, and it says, while I was ranting, he pulled my hands together to restrain them in just one of his and put his other hand over my mouth. That is Mm-mm. not an no. adult way to have an argument. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go with, I don't know, there's a lot of things that I can... <laughs> Maybe when Edward says, you're engaged, he finished. And Bella replies, ew, please don't say that out loud. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm just going to go with uh, the one that we already said. 
where Edward is just like, I just want it to be official that you belong to me and no one else. There are just a lot of other things that you could say that convey your love for someone that aren't. And about why you want to get married. You are my possession now. Yep, that's true. Especially when Edward has this like undercurrent of religiosity. Right. Like, like I want to marry you to tell God that we choose to be together forever. Maybe then he'll give me a pass on turning you into a vampire, which is clearly an immoral act. Maybe he'll <laughs> understand it a little more if we're married. Okay, I've got a best. Um, yeah. We've also already read this. <laughs> Bella, he murmured, his voice warm and velvet, would you please stop trying to take your clothes off? <laughs> you want to do that part? I asked, confused. Um, top tier comedy. Uh, 10 out of 10. Just fantastic. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like the sentence from Edward that does convey his feelings in like a sort of more possessing way without being quite so literally you are my possession is you know is when they're talking about coveting and um bella's like what did you ever covet you have everything and he says i coveted you i had no right to want you but i reached out and took you anyway mm-hmm. and i was like oh, okay that is a really good line <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, that's like that's a level of possession that I can get behind. You're like, yeah, it's a like a metaphorical, like a real, like, not like I'm marrying you so I can literally possess you. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um, I'm gonna go with um, when Bella. We also already talked about this. Bella says, "But that will always be what I want most, won't it?" I challenged. Blood, blood, and more blood. And Edward says. The fact that you are still alive is proof that that is not true. Which I think is a very elegantly put... Elegantly put, yeah. Um, argument. And... It's true. Well, but yeah, we well knew put. Bella's arguments were, were shit the whole time. She just really <laughs> wanted that D. <laughs> Her arguments were never good. But she's um, like, I want you more than food or water or oxygen. It's like, are you going to hold your breath while you're fucking him? Like, what do you think is going to happen? You want oxygen? Yes. I guess this is compromise. She <laughs> has gotten him to grudgingly agree to have sex with her. And she has and she's grudgingly agreed to, agreed to marry, marry him. <laughs> he has grudgingly agreed to try. Which to I try think is true. Yes. <laughs> That is true. They have not um, outlined the parameters <laughs> of what they success have not or failure. Said what constitutes an trying. attempt? No. Yeah. He could maybe like, Bella touch gets her once and be three like, no. buttons too hard down the shirt. Too hard. Can't do it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> oh, I, I think your shoulder is gonna bruise. So <laughs> can't be done. Uh, well, folks. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, email us with questions or extensive comments at <laughs> twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. Please write in and let us know how you envision the story going had the <laughs> Renesmee storyline kicked off after this scene. Uh, if you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Thank you to all of our patrons. Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Aaron, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, and Olivia. Wow. You can follow oh. us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and this whole mess belong only to Stephanie <laughs> Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing is by Maya Marlette. I'm pretty sure. Uh, cover image is by Laura Shermer and our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week, and if you don't like it, you can fight me. <laughs> yeah. Bye, fam. Yes. Bye!